1: everyone this is David welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only Dr. Jen Armstrong what is going on you are in your practice how is how how are things going today in the OC
0: I am I'm in between patients believe it or not so sorry might be (laughs) just got to fit it in while you can you know
1: listen I people need to be injected like you know there's there's things to do
0: it's emergency Botox. You know how that goes. Oh,
1: I do know how that goes. And we're going to (laughs) talk about that later on. I mean, like, so how are you? Look, you've had a whirlwind week, you know, like week and a half, like, you know, you're not coming back to the OC. Like, how are you? That's like, that's like my first question.
0: It's been kind of a whirlwind for sure. I mean, as everyone knows, there's like lots of changes in my life right now. So family wise, work wise now production wise everything's kind of up in the air changing I I I would like to go escape for a month to like Hawaii and disappear but you know I'm not like
1: are you in the like (laughs) okay if I just have like a boring life where nothing changes for the next like six months like I bring it on
0: I've never had a boring life where nothing changes for six months (laughs) I'm not gonna count on that now but um that sounds kind of lovely, actually.
1: <laughs> what is your astrological sign? I mean, I'm, I'm a Gemini, so we have a lot going on at all times.
0: You do have a lot going on. I get along well with Geminis. So I'm Capricorn. I thought it was pretty interesting on the show that Emily, Heather, and I were all Capricorn, and we all had twins.
1: That is, that is strange. When you kind of find out you're not going back to the OC, like what, like what are the emotions associated with that? Like shock, anger, like what, what did you go through when that happens?
0: Probably the first feeling was relief. Uh, Cause it's just like, I mean, I think there's starting to film like now, I, I, you know, that surprisingly, the COVID people actually reached out to me to test today to start filming. So I think that, um, this may have been more of a last minute decision. Um, but I don't, you know, I couldn't even imagine, I couldn't even imagine starting the film right now. Like I just, I just moved into a new house. I just moved into a new house and remodeled it. And there's just all sorts of, like, it's just kind of chaotic right now. So,
1: so relief is really the first is really the feeling.
0: Relief was my first feeling. Yeah. And then of course you're sad, right? Because it's like exciting you do new things and you're like, Oh, I, nobody, nobody, nobody wants to be dumped. Right. You want to do the dumping. So, <laughs> so you had to kind of go through all that, but they were, everyone was extremely nice. We were, um, you know, talked about the future a lot, talked about um, other aspects and, and I have a great relationship with the network, great relationship with evolution. And it's interesting. A lot of the producers texted me and was like, it's not, we're so sad, we're so sad. And um, so we're all gonna have a beach day one day. So that'll be fun.
1: <laughs> and like to your point, like if the COVID, it's almost like you look, there's so many layers sometimes with production. Like if the COVID people are calling you to test today, right? It's probably like it was a last-minute decision, maybe and it hasn't even trickled down.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So I had a meeting that like, in a few hours with the producer, the new producer, and then, you know, I had a phone call with Evolution, and and then we decided to not to not come back as a full-time housewife, and um, so it happened very kind of suddenly, you know? Are Everything. you,
1: like, and you're fine, like, the relief is, you there's no sadness or regret or,
0: like... I probably would have um, had that conversation. I was going to have that conversation with the producer and talk about being... A, Coming back as a friend role because I don't know if I could keep up that much production again for another year. It's you know I'm, I work full time and I have three kids, and so it's I don't have the backup rich husband. So it, filming five days a week and working five days a week, it was a lot. Like it was just a lot last year. So I was kind of hoping that they would bring me back as a friend. And I was going to ask them if that we could do that, and then they made that call first. So I was like, okay, well that's kind of what I wanted anyway. So. Wow. Uh, Yeah. I mean, look, housewives is wonderful. It's wonderful. I, I had a a great time. It was definitely a unique experience, but I'm not like the drunk mean girls. I I definitely had like a different play on it. You know, I was just myself and my world kind of crumbled, crumbled a little bit during filming. Um, so it was, it was an interesting world to navigate doing that on camera, but yeah, do, you,
1: do you think, cause like, I would agree, like, I, I don't think of you as the drunk mean girl either. Do you think like, you know, like you're there one season and I talked to a lot of people that are there one or two seasons and they're just like, this was me. I just came and brought myself. Yeah. Do you think like, you know, people that are there for a long time, five plus years, like, do you think they just kind of know what they're doing? They come like caricatures of themselves and like, just know how to do this.
0: I think that when you can of, well, first year, yeah, I was completely myself because I don't know how else to be. I'm not an actress. And I've said that so many times, but uh, you definitely get your legs, you know, it, like going into a second season, I would know what to, you know, what to expect. You kind of know how the drill is going to go. You realize that there's tons of editing and um, you can just be more, I think feel like you can be more relaxed and be more involved just because it's not a new venture anymore. Right. All right. Uh, And probably enjoy it more, too, because you know what to expect. But I do feel like, yeah, people who have been on it for multiple seasons turn up the heat, probably because they want to be renewed. You know, I mean, it's like a no brainer.
1: (laughs) That's a no brainer, especially like when the salaries get up there. I mean, you don't want to
0: lose that. Right. And then a lot of people also don't have anything to fall back on. Right. So you're like, well, they have to. And I was, I was blessed. I'm blessed enough that I, I didn't have to, you know, I could just be myself. And that was that. And it was great. I actually had a lot of positive feedback from working mothers, um, single mothers, working mothers, mothers who have wanted to work, but what didn't have, you know, the, the confidence to. So I, I had a lot of really positive feedback. That may (laughs) be
1: what was like a high for you of this whole experience? Like is there anything that happened that
0: was just like a high that you loved from the show? I loved professionals. That was so much fun. I just like talking myself in front of the camera uh, without all the other, you know stuff going on. (laughs) So you could just be yourself.
1: What about what were some of the lows? Like what was a low for you of this whole experience?
0: The a low was definitely the editing. So I felt like I was heavily, heavily edited almost to make me like a mute, which bothered me. Cause so I'm like, wow, that was a ton of work to do those scenes. And then it, you know, my, it's one flash of like my face, you know? So I mean, with that whole, whole Noella thing, we had a whole lunch, I confronted her. I had like a timer and a list. and Like, the, like I didn't not respond to all those alle- allegations or her ridiculous behavior. And then it was just all edited out. So that was so frustrating for me, you know? Cause it made me, It wasn't the actual storyline. It just made me look like I stood there and I was like, huh? Which wasn't actually what happened. So that was frustrating.
1: And you came with like a whole list of things to confront her and much more.
0: That was wonderful. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that they didn't put that in there. Or even like at, um, Heather's daughter's book party, we had another, (laughs) I brought one of my best friends who's a psychiatrist with me. And I was like, the first thing I walked in, I go, oh, hey ladies, i Brought my friend Shaq. He's a psychiatrist in case if any of you act up tonight. And it was just like, just funny little things that, was, that were cut out, you know? And I'm like, that's too bad. Because it doesn't show like the real side of you.
1: And that was the real thing you felt like you were edited to be more kind of quiet and you and like not as fun as you really are.
0: Yeah, it I can be pretty like um, dry sense of humor. So I felt like that was all like almost dumbed down, you know? And I, I didn't like that.
1: Did you like? I mean, Orange County is small. Like, did you watch Housewives before you were on it? Like, did you know a lot of people that were on it? Like, you obviously knew what the show was.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot, a lot of people. The pretty ones are my patients. You know, that's how kind it all kind of started. Um, and yeah, I mean, Orange County is so small. Like, I just moved to Laguna. I literally like know everybody. So.
1: <laughs> Did you have reservations in joining the show?
0: Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest, I mean, I really wanted to be on the show list, but I want to be clear. And I remember um, in the beginning of filming, you know, everyone's around the table and I'm like, I really want to be here. You know, some people are saying, Oh, they, they convinced me. They had to, they had to not bribe, but like, you know, sweeten the deal and they had all these, They were basically that the network wanted them so bad. I'm like, no, I I really wanted to be here. So I, you know, I worked hard the year before I auditioned and um, I was head to head with Elizabeth. And then they said no because of Ryan, because Ryan's a little difficult on camera, (laughs) because we all saw. And um, so I was happy when they reached out to me again. I was thrilled.
1: Wow. And it was really down to you and Elizabeth, Vargas.
0: Yeah, the year before. Yeah. And then yeah. the, this year, the, uh, season season 16, it was great because I didn't have to go through all the same interview process. They, they actually kind of just interviewed Ryan and I just to see if he was on board. And then they're like, that, that's all you have to do. So wow. It was funny. Oh my gosh, did you get a home visit? Did you get this? I'm like, nope, nope, nope. And so nobody really knew that I was in the running again.
1: Wow. Who so was I- I couldn't make my own answers up, but who around that table was implying like, oh, the network really wanted me, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't know if I really wanted to be here, but they really had to bribe me to be here. Ish. Well, who, what's your guess? <laughs> I mean, uh, who, I, I would say Heather.
0: Oh, no, not Heather. It was more the the other new girls, you know, saying how, you know, it was it was the other new girls. I mean, obviously the network wants Heather, right? They they Yeah. That's a given. And no shade to Heather, because I've had Heather here twice that I
1: freaking love Heather. But yes, I mean, I think, yeah. So that makes sense. What about well, how did you get like Ryan to get to do this show? I mean, did he was he really opposed to it? Cause like as a viewer, it seemed like he didn't necessarily want to be there.
0: Well, he's kind of that personality anyway, though. So the the you could say um I mean he's very much an introvert and I don't want to speak poorly because we're you know separated but um he's not the tv person he can be so fun and charismatic and I wish that side came out of him came out on camera but he I mean I think it just freaked him out like deer and headlights Ah, you know
1: (laughs) <laughs> I think if you're an introvert, going on any show with cameras is a lot. And I think when it's housewise, it's like all stars. It's like that amplified as much as it could be.
0: I think so, too. Yeah, because even like I enjoy being in front of the camera and still cool and much. You know what I mean? I mean, in the beginning, it was at least Then you kind of get used to it.
1: What about, you know, cause there is so much written, like you said, like your relationship was going through so much and is like, what is the status of you guys now? Cause I swear it changes if you read online as a viewer.
0: I know. It, well, it, in real life it changes too. So that's an accurate, <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, we've been together 12 years. I think that that's a difficult thing just to cut ties and, um, Especially when you have three children and a puppy, but um, what do they say? It takes seven times to leave someone. I don't, I don't know. I don't think that it's a, an amazing relationship right now. So make me want to cry. So I'm, I'm trying, but um, it is very up and down.
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, if you cry here behind the velvet rope, you're not going to be the first person or the second person. Not that I want to make you cry. That's not my goal here today um so I mean like are you guys officially like getting a divorce or
0: um we so I filed for divorce this is here's I filed for I filed for separation and then there was something normally that happened and then so I changed it to divorce and we were living separately at the same time that I had moved to a new house and so it's like good timing um and then I went to to Mexico uh, for this charity, came back and he was like, please, can we go to counseling? Can we try? And so for the last couple of weeks, we've been doing that. But then I think that as of yesterday, we're now separated again. <laughs> so um, I don't know. I don't know how, how much you're supposed to try. but I just kind of want to just kind of want to move on.
1: I, I don't blame you.
0: Today, in this hour, right now, I would like to move on.
1: Well, this is going to air, like, probably three days from now, so.
0: <laughs> no, I think it's reached a point of, I don't know. If I knew, I would have all the answers, but um, it's, it, I'm not happy in this current relationship.
1: The wait is over. That's right. A season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. I would tell you what Relief Band is, but it's just what it sounds like. It's relief in the form of a band. The one thing I was born with is motion sickness, and it's really cars and boats and ugh. It's all awful. It causes nausea and vomiting. And let me tell you, Relief Band has changed all of that. I wear it around my wrist, it is so stylish. And it really helps with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines. Yes, it does help with hangovers and I've used it for that as well. I mean, I am in the Hamptons living my like, you know, fun girl summer over here. I went on a boat for the first time this summer and I was actually okay. And don't let the fear of nausea prevent you from being present in life's most important moments. Right now, you can join over 100,000 Relief Band users with an exclusive offer for Just Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. You go to ReliefBand.com, use promo code VELVET, and you get 20% off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30-day money-back guarantee. Remember, it's better to have a relief ban and not need it, I've been there, than to need it and not have it. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use promo code VELVET for 20% off plus free shipping. You know how on a recent episode of Girls Trip, Brandy Glanville was talking about pleasuring herself and Vicki Gumvelson and Dorinda Medley. Mm, they weren't really into that. I think Dorinda actually said she doesn't like to pleasure herself. Well, listen, I am going to send Dame products to Vicky and to Dorinda, and I guarantee you they're going to change their tune. Dame products are thoughtfully engineered toys. Yes, that's right. Great vibrators and other sex toys for women. There's discreet shipping, hassle-free returns, and you know what? A whole lot of fun. I guarantee you Vicky and Dorinda would have fun if I sent them Dame products. And what should I pick out for them? The Eva, that's really their first and most iconic product. It's a hands-free couples vibrator. Look, Vicky's got her new boyfriend, right? So the Eva would be perfect. And then there's the air. It's a suction vibrator and it's designed to get you there, get it. They have massage oils. They have everything at Dame. So go to dameproducts.com and use code Velvetrobe for, wait for it, 15% off. That's Velvetrobe. That's the code. Go to Dame products and you get 15% off your first order. And you know what? Hey, once you get yours, reach out to Vicky and Dorinda and ask them if they're enjoying yours. You guys can compare notes, have fun. Look, I'm going to be honest, finding that balance between too high and not high enough. It's tough. Come on. I'm sure you've all had that problem, right? Well, listen, not anymore. Diet Smoke has formulated the perfect high. I mean, look, sometimes you're not high enough. And that sucks because, like, the world is really effing stressful and you just need to escape life's problems. Right. Then, other times, I find, well, like, now I'm too high and I have to do the behind the velvet or a podcast five days a week for all of you. So, the balance is what I strive for. I know it's what all of you strive for. And listen, Diet Smoke has formulated the perfect high. Here's the thing, their Delta 8 gummy gives you a beautiful balanced buzz every time. They are so freaking good. And if you're looking for something a little bolder, Diet Smoke's Delta 9 gummies are for you. The flavors, watermelon, peach, there's so many options, my personal favorite, blue raspberry. Yeah. You get that high and you have that blue raspberry going on. Oh my God. And you don't need a medical card or license to order diet smoke. Hello. Hallelujah. They're so confident in their product that if you're not hundred percent satisfied, they will give you your money back. No questions asked. Okay. So head over to dietsmoke.com and use code velvet for 15% off your first order. That's promo code velvet at dietsmoke.com for 15% off your first order now let's get that perfect high on babe i know you guys love listening to my five day a week celebrity interview podcast but guess what I found another podcast that interviews even bigger names and does so way more professionally than I do. Honestly, they do. Listen, it's called The Envelope. It's a celebrity guest podcast from the LA Times. That's right, LA Times, guys. And they cover award seasons in Hollywood and the entertainment industry. The first six episodes are available to binge now. That's right, right now. And let me tell you about these guests. I am so jealous that Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Jennifer Coolidge, David Harbour from Stranger Things, Jessica Biel. Oh, and they get so deep and in depth with their interviews. They really go there. Listen, these six episodes kept me so happy. Six hours of pure bliss. So listen, download and listen to the latest episodes of the envelope anywhere you get your podcasts and you can thank me later. Happy listening. And he's Wants to try to maybe work it out.
0: I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He will be all about it one time. And then, you know, disappear in the next. And blame me. And how many times can you go in the same cycle? You know?
1: I agree. I mean, I feel that I walk away too quickly. So you're, you're speaking to the wrong person. So, I mean, I'm not married for many years with children. So I understand it's also different. But I agree. I think, like that's not directed towards you. But like, isn't that what they say? The definition of insanity is we're like, right. you keep doing the same thing over and over and just expect a different right. result.
0: I know. If I knew the answers, I'd be a therapist, but I don't. I can I just can make people pretty. So.
1: <laughs> well, that's important too. Does your new house though that you're in, does it have as good a view as that old house? Because it had such a nice view.
0: It's not as big of a view, but it's a closer view. So we're- I think we're like six houses from the beach. Um, So the top floor has a great view. And then, um, yeah, then you can just walk to the beach. You can hear the ocean, which is so special. And it's right by where I grew up. So um, it was really, really like important to me and special to me to go back to where I grew up, you know? That's nice. It's a big deal. It's a big deal for me.
1: Has watching, like did watching the show have anything to do with like either positive or negative like the effects of like where you are now in your relationship, you know, like, look, they say reality TV is really hard for relationships. Like did that kind of exacerbate this and and force this divorce or was it the opposite? Like, wow. Or in like the same thing, like seeing this, this is strange and these things aren't okay.
0: I think that um, reality TV definitely puts a magnifying glass on anything that's already there. So I don't think it created a problem. There's, you know, definitely problems before that, but it de- it like amplifies it. And then I don't know if it's being in the public eye or having people, you know, message message you, or you almost get reinforcement like, oh, you're right, this isn't normal. Like it was so normal for you for me for so long, and then you're like, wait, wait, you're right. You know, you know what I mean. Um, so I, I think it it definitely exacerbates anything that is going on in your life
1: and did like watching it or like you know look cuz there are a lot of people that had a lot of reactions and a lot of thoughts on your relationship i mean was that hard to kind of you know like wow if all of a sudden i'm in the public eye and everyone has an opinion on this and you know like people point to like certain scenes like of things Ryan did to you and they're
0: like oh that was cringeworthy it's hard to watch him this I mean, but that's kind of how real life is with us too. So I think that, uh, I don't know. I, I've, held on, I've held on for a really long time. I think he's a good person. I just don't know if we're good together, you know? Because I'm very charismatic. I'm like a lot of personality. And I think that some, I think people who have like a lot of personality, a lot of almost like creativity, gravitate, gravitate towards the calm, stable person and the calm stable person gravitates towards the exact opposite of them but then like how do you live together like how do you function <laughs> you know what i mean because then you have like no common ground so i don't i don't know
1: <laughs> 1 billion trillion percent i get it because i gravitate towards very calm settled quiet people and then yes after like a, a, a a minute you're like, this is a little strange. You're like too quiet almost. And you think I'm insane, but I get it. I totally understand that. Yeah.
0: And then if you're dating someone who's just like you, you're like, oh my gosh, we could conquer the world, but we might actually like self implode too. So (laughs) like, what's the answer? I don't know.
1: Totally. Is it hard to have everyone like positive or negative, have like an opinion on your relationship? Like as you're going through it, I mean, the world feels that they can weigh in.
0: Right. I actually enjoyed it. It was interesting hearing both sides. I mean, I think one thing that was positive that almost 99, 99 99.9% was like, um, positive towards me. Do you know what I'm saying? So like some people wanted to diagnose him and send Instagram messages, diagnosing him. Other people were like, you know, he's terrible and ignores you. Other people were like, you know, you deserve more. So it was, Overall, like I I don't think I—I thought it was actually interesting to hear different people's point of views. I'm not—I'm not getting insulted by it. It made me think, made me think a little bit more, and maybe see things in a different light. And you know, you get a couple jerks in there, and you're like, "Wow, you're such a great person. Thanks for reaching out." (laughs) Block. You're like, "Let's just hit the block button." I'm like, "I don't need that." They're like, "You work too much." I'm like, "I know." Do you have a solution?
1: I mean, first of all, I don't know any doctor that doesn't work all the time. That's just what it is. That means you're dedicated to your patients. People need yeah. things done.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I love my patients. I take, I like to take care of people. So
1: clearly. Yes. What about, you know, you say like you were relieved, like when you weren't coming back, you know, is any thought process of like, wait, if you were coming back, you'd be filming right now. Like this. Your relationship is now would be
0: amplified like it would be there right here today I, right and like to think of, exactly exactly I mean if, I would love I would have loved it's mixed of feelings right it's like it's it's mixed feelings because of course you want to be invited back you want to be wanted you want to have that excitement again but at the same time it's like it's a lot it's a kind of exhausting and um I think Cece was more upset than anyone she was like where's the cameras <laughs> you're like okay
1: there's no cameras coming back would you think ryan would have been a part of this if you had gone back
0: you know what it's interesting because we are having all these problems right now but um i i was i did cry afterwards like um the next morning very early and he was so sweet about it he was just so nice about it. i go and i was like i bet you're so happy you know whatever He's like, no, I haven't thought of myself yet. I think that that if you want something, you should fight for it, and if you know, you should do it. Like, do it if you want to do it. Um, which was really, I thought that was really sweet. So that was actually a positive on his end.
1: That we'll is have, really sweet.
0: He gets a point. Point for Ryan.
1: <laughs> a point for that, especially since like I did, like you said, he didn't really necessarily like being there. It sounds like he would have possibly done it again to support you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or maybe you could have been a little more supportive the time before. That would have helped too.
1: That would have helped. What did he think of his portrayal on the show? Because like I know you said, like you think you came across maybe like as quieter than you really are. Like what did he think of his portrayal?
0: Um he didn't like it, but then at the same time I was like, but Ryan, that that's kind of how it is in real life. So I wish you could, you could take it more as a, as like a learning tool than like a defensive thing, you know, that would have been more helpful.
1: That would have been very good. Well, (laughs) we also saw, you know, listen, we've had tense moments between you guys. We saw like Heather Dubrow at, you know, the dinner party. She like tried to give you advice and look, Heather and Terry even had a show seven year stitch. Like did Heather give you guys good advice? I mean.
0: She gave me good advice. Um, Yeah, like just being more patient, more like how to ask for things or seeing it from his point of view. Yes, yes, she did, yes. But we're also very, two two extremely different people. So it didn't always work, right? But I like, but she did have good advice.
1: Other than Heather, who I think gives great relationship advice as well. who, Who would you take relationship advice from? Out of your other castmates first
0: you know I did appreciate Emily's uh Emily's advice i she you know she I think she's gone through something similar she's more of the dominant personality and uh, kind of running the show over there so I, I appreciated her advice because she's experienced it so I'd like that too
1: yeah she did and I mean viewers just were not embracing Shane in the beginning and now he's kind of like a fan favorite so oh you know. is he well I mean at these people I think appreciate him now and their marriage seems to be in a good place what do I know but as a viewer that's that's what it seems who is the last person you would take advice from out of your other three castmates
0: I think we probably all know the answer to that that would be Noella
1: <laughs> that's who I would have thought Speaking of Noella, you know, there was so much like about her, like you know, her father, she's screaming into the woods and her divorce. And like, do you think like her presence as like a newbie along with you kind of like overshadowed you? You know, like yeah. just
0: yeah, I, I'll say that very definitively. She sucked the oxygen out of the room is what a lot of people I think Heather said that accurately. Um yeah definitely like you're not in, instead of engaging it's just like taking right and what bothered me about noella is that it was definitely acting so like we'd end like the cameras would leave and she'd be like oh my gosh wasn't that just so good oh my gosh the fans are just gonna love that i'm like what like what are you talking about what huh like no i just want to talk to you and get to know you like what i don't know what you're saying so um I didn't appreciate that part of it. Like the screaming in the woods. I mean, come on. Pups could act better than that. Like that was <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> that was clearly um, not authentic. And that's what I was
1: going to ask you. Cause that's what a lot of people felt from watching about her. Like it, were you guys, as you were filming, you felt that like, this is not an authentic person in making the show. No, no, no,
0: no. Like if you're, tr- like, if you're truly upset, you're going through this divorce and, and you're honest about it, that's, that's one thing you can get to know somebody, but I mean, it was just, it was just bizarre behavior, like either acting or just not even having a clue of what, what was going on at the table. And so it was frustrating. You're just like, okay, you want someone to engage with you instead of explaining all the time, like, this is what we're doing. Like right now we're going around the table saying what we like about each other, you know, Um, I found it exhausting.
1: Oh my God. I have to tell you guys about so lean, so clean. Everyone who listens to this podcast knows that I've been trying to lose weight this summer and I wanted something. It's really simple. I wanted something that was high protein. Low carbs and low sugar. I mean, I also wanted something that tasted great. And that's when I discovered Solene So Clean. Solene So Clean is a clean plant based protein powder. I personally use it after my workout. I use it sometimes to make shakes and smoothies. It has 21 grams of protein per serving, zero grams of sugar, and the carbs are between one and four grams. It comes unflavored in vanilla and chocolate, but let me tell you the vanilla chai, oh my God. But look, don't take my word for it. So so clean, which is from the brand aura. They have over 10,000 five star reviews from happy online customers. Do you know how hard that is? And there's no risk. You can try Aura's products. And if you're not happy for any reason, within 30 days, you get a full refund. You get 30% off your first subscription. When you text rope to 64,000, Text ROPE, R-O-P-E, to 64,000 and get 30% off your first subscription. That's ROPE to 64,000. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply. Available at Aura Organic slash Terms. You guys know I work from home, and because of that, I travel a lot, and I'm never in one place for very long. And that's why when it came to my mental health, the only option I could see was Talkspace. Talkspace is kind of like having a therapist in your pocket. I personally, and you too, can reach out to your therapist or psychiatrist anytime from anywhere, and it just makes taking care of mental health so easy. When I'm away and I need to talk to my therapist, I just send a message from wherever You know, I can work through things. It's so easy. You can sign up online and basically start therapy the same day you sign up. You can text video or send voice messages to your licensed therapist. So it's just easy. It's convenient. It's literally like you don't have to leave your home. And it's also, I mean, this is the greatest part, I think. Well, one of the greatest parts, it's affordable. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages 24/7 they'll engage with you literally you know any day so listen as a listener of this podcast you get $100 off your first month with talkspace to match with a licensed therapist today go to talkspace.com make sure to use the code velvet to get $100 off of your first month and show your support for the show right that's nice that's velvet and talkspace.com
0: Do and then you- i think we all just gave up at the end we're like <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you feel like it was that like trying to hijack every scene, like jockeying for camera time? Yes, 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 definitely,
0: definitely. or creating things where there was no, where there was nothing just to have conflict. And I don't think that's what the shows the shows yeah, obviously loves conflict, but conflict and conflict resolution with authentic people, I mean, I would say that that's what makes a good show, um and there's a lot of lacking with with her.
1: Right, like sometimes in no, I mean, like sometimes in life, like look what like is going on with like Erica Jane or Jen Shaw. Like sometimes real things happen that are so big, and that's a gift for I guess everyone involved except for the person, but right, like trying to create fake big stories just doesn't fly with this audience in 2022.
0: Right. I think I mean I think you just say it how it is. I, I don't know the exact order of the divorce and the divorce papers. I and mean, as she served him, like just say it how it is. Yeah, I thought he was going to serve me, so I served him, or whatever it may be. Because when you try to make it something, it's not. It, I think that's when it becomes a problem. I mean, not that I'm the best on reality TV. I just did it for one season. But whatever came, it just it was what it was, right? It was just like this guy just walked out on me, like because I asked him how his day was. That's uh, not okay, and is upsetting. So. I'm not going to try to hide that. That's just what happened, and right. yeah, at times it made me look really bad. I think that you know you don't have a husband who's who's tentative and caring, and that's embarrassing to me. But it was what it was. And you know, what, if there's other strong working women who experience the same thing, then they know that they're not alone. So,
1: absolutely. Fair. Do you think like that's why? noella isn't there do you think it's like because of this like producers knew and like do you think that's why she lost her job
0: i do i think she fizzled fast like she came in as a a big personality and then just took it too far i just think you have to be off i think you have to be authentic that's what it is it's reality i mean it is reality tv i mean maybe i'm um (laughs) naive and you do have to turn it up but that's how that's how i saw it
1: I would agree. I think like the audiences are just too smart when it's inauthentic. It doesn't yeah. read well. What about like when she says the opposite, like she did an interview where she says like, you were all jealous of her act of her agony and all that she was going through, which I don't even I... know. Well, not I... you just everyone. Like she said the whole cast, Heather she said everyone's jealous of my agony. I don't understand what that means either personally.
0: Well, just for the record, I'm not jealous of anyone's agony. I would like to have no, no agony. <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal in life. That's for me to have no agony. So I'm not jealous jealous one, one aspect. Uh, I, I do. I mean, I wish I could have like helped her and bonded with her more. But if you can't really do that with someone who's not being their real self, then I kind of wondered, well, maybe she doesn't even know who she is, you know, so maybe that's the deal.
1: And then to that point, it's kind of ironic. Like, do you find it ironic in that scene early in the season where she, you know, referred to you as thirsty because you wanted a picture?
0: I Someone tagged a picture, which I'm tagged all the freaking time. I don't even, I do not even really look at my tags. Once in a while, I'll go through and then untag them like once every three months or something. But um, I thought it was it, I, in my head. I'm like, this will just play out. Like, it's going to just play out how it really is. So um, I think that the viewers can see at the end that it was the exact opposite on who was thirsty. <laughs> so. I think so.
1: Do you think, so like with you and Noella not out there, like, you know, the, who's left is like Shannon and Heather and Emily and Gina. Like, do you think that those four should be there? Like everyone, those four that were kept?
0: Um, well, I know that, I don't know for a fact, but I hear rumors that they're bringing back other people because the other franchises are doing that as well um i i don't think so i don't think that would have been my choice of cast um I'd, i'd like to see everyone like be their own individual self so i know that gina and emily are super good friends and that's wonderful i'm happy for them but as far as producing a show i think it would probably be better to separate them you know because then you can get to, like i liked hanging out with each one individually but i didn't like hanging out with them together because they're they have their own thing going on right and so it's not like for a group a group dinner or a group you know show um so that was kind of annoying but besides that i, I think that i would probably break them up if i was the casting director
1: <laughs> who would you get rid of out of gina and emily
0: uh, that's a hard question. I mean, I, I think I got along better with Gina. Gina is very sweet. She's a nice. She's very nice. But I, I don't I can't answer that question. <laughs> I don't know. Who
1: do you think makes better TV then Gina or Emily?
0: Well, Emily definitely did her. You know, drinking a lot, being kind of aggressive this season, and, it, and so that's that's very housewife esque so I think that she probably played it up a little more than usual. Um, so I, if I was, I don't know, if I was a cast, I don't know. You're asking me to choose between the two things and I don't want to answer.
1: I know that. Yes, I am asking you and I know that you don't want to an answer, but that's okay. We can, we can move on
0: here to answer your question i'd probably choose gina because i think she's a wonderful person but if you're going to be on housewives i'd probably choose emily because she's going to be crazier on tv but so there's like life and then there's like tv
1: that's that's a fair answer (laughs) Well, what about these people that you refer to? Yes, there's a lot of rumors that Tamar Judge and Alexis Bellino are on their way back in. I wasn't necessarily sure that those were true at one point, but now I'm pretty, I'm thinking that that's probably going to happen.
0: Um, Last, last yeah, last week when we were all talking about this, I had a pretty good inkling that that's what was going to happen. Uh, just because it's like the trend of the franchise right now is bringing back other people. So I'm a, I, I don't know. I'm not in charge but i had the same inkling and i think that we might be correct
1: but you don't know for sure like no one said anything to you like we have to let you go because tamra judge is coming on in to take your space
0: no i did have some people who worked there but um gave me some heads up but I, nothing confirmed but I'm, she i mean that's good for Tamara. she really I, I don't know if she has anything else going on but she really really wanted to come back so good for her I mean that's fine.
1: She did do you know Tamara or Alexis in real life?
0: Tamara was best friends with my old neighbors so I saw her in passing a few times. Uh, but I don't really know her very well. We have a lot of mutual friends. And then Alexis I just know through the the rumors of you know her ex suing Shannon and dating Nicole James and all that. But those are all rumors or all hearsay. I don't know them personally.
1: Do you think like did you watch the show when they were each on it back in the past?
0: I did, it was hard to watch Tamra. She's just a little, like, I don't know. I like, I like articulate, like, people who can articulate, and who I can talk to. The whole, like, ah! isn't really my thing. But, um...
1: I was going to say, you you are not a Tamra fan, Dr. Jen.
0: I don't think, I don't, I don't like that behavior. Not so much with the behavior, no. I don't even know what I would do if I was, like, casted with her. Could you imagine... Like, what if she was like, "Ah!" like, do you want like a sedative? (laughs) Can I help you? Do you you need to be medicated?
1: (laughs) It's, it would be interesting. I mean, look, I think her and Heather are not in a great place at the moment. I think her and Shannon are kind of trying, but they're not in the greatest place. I don't think she's in a great place with Gina and Emily, really. So, I mean, it's kind of an interesting thing.
0: Yeah. So that's going to be some good conflict and possibly conflict resolution. We'll see. We'll see if they get to the resolution part.
1: Do you know anyone else from the past, like Vicky, like Megan King Edmonds, Kelly Dodd? Like, do you know any of these people? You mentioned that you have a lot of patients, like anyone come to see you on the regular? And do you know any of these people?
0: Well, I can't say who my patients are unless they've given me the okay and you see them on my Instagram. Um, but it's like Bronwyn used to be my patient. She has given me the release to put it on Instagram. She's beautiful. Um, so yes, I, know, I just ran into, into Vicky kind of randomly and she was super sweet. And I've known Kelly. Kelly, I saw at a party recently and she's. I've known her from the past. And we have a lot of mutual friends too. Yes, yes. Megan, I think she used to date my old IT guy. (laughs) He was like you guys should meet, but um, but yeah, Bronwyn, Tam, I know the the girls that you're talking about. Yes.
1: Do you think anyone, you know, maybe instead of Tamara and Alexis, like do you think anyone else should be making a comeback, like Vicky or Kelly or Megan or anyone?
0: that they want to i'm pretty sure kelly and vicky want to make a comeback didn't she just do the girls trip too vicky did she did it was like kind of a a big deal on the show um i i i I could see them definitely trying to come back for sure i don't know if that if they'd take a risk on that but yeah i was kind of surprised i mean i wasn't surprised that kelly got fired but i was surprised I think it was all because of just the political movements at that time, which I was like, why did you even get involved? Like, just why? Um, I don't feel that strong. Anyway. So, but she, I thought she was like pretty good on camera. I mean, she's pretty strong personality, (laughs) opinion, strong personality. But she went a little bit too far, you know?
1: I was shocked too. I mean, she's even said here on the show that she thinks it was the politics that kind of
0: led to some of that too but why did she even get involved? You know, like it was the whole country was in like an upheaval at the time. Like really, is there any, I don't don't know.
1: Well, I am not going to speak for Kelly Dodd because guess what? My phone will ring and it will be Kelly Dodd. Not that I'm afraid of anyone, but then it will be a whole
0: nother thing. So I think you have to feel very strongly about something to start speaking about it politically. I personally don't feel that strong about politics i feel like there's not really any right answer we're just going to choose the least wrong answer and so why am i standing behind any of that
1: so. and it's a ne- i mean listen i don't talk politics on this show either for that reason it's a never it's a losing battle it's like you could say it doesn't matter you're pissing off 50 percent of the world out there regardless of what you say and like i don't have the time to argue with you all day so we're not even right. going to speak on this right it's like
0: this is, like, this is how i feel about politics I don't want to talk about it because it ruins relationships and it's not worth ruining relationships over. I agree.
1: And I think when people start talking politics, it's like, you might as well just ask me how much money I make a year. (laughs) I mean,
0: should I show you my finances? Like, I just think it's a weird thing to start talking. That's me. Yeah. And to tell you the truth, I don't know enough about it to speak behind it either because I'm in medicine world. So I say the same thing also. I'm like, if I was gonna have a political
1: podcast, I would have to like hire an expert because I don't know enough about certain issues to start going there with you, which totally I'm too involved in this world. Well, speaking of girls' trip, you know, they do take, you know, current housewives and ex-housewives. I mean, you're now officially an ex-housewife. So
0: do you think it's so hilarious that I'm an ex-housewife, but I'm not ever really a housewife? Like (laughs) I've never actually in my life been a housewife. In real life, so I think it's so funny. I would have yeah. loved, would have loved if Ryan could just play ball and like he could have you know, play, been the been confident to be like, yeah, I'm the stay at home husband, I'm the housewife, and actually show with confidence the reverse roles instead of it being so sensitive to his ego. Then I think it could have been an amazing dynamic, and that's what I was hoping for. But it like crumbled quickly.
1: That's no. a good point. Because if you think about it, I don't know if we've really, I'm sure if I thought really hard, but where have we really seen that in depth, right?
0: Exactly. In, so that was a nice play, Like, cause it's true what happens in our real life. And so it would have been a, an interesting dynamic for a modern marriage that a lot of people can relate to, but you know, we're dealing with men, men have egos. They don't like those egos bruised on television. And then it, but I was hoping that he would just take confidence and and pride in what he actually does, you know, with the kids and staying at home and, and show that that would have been amazing.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you put it like that, I never really thought it out like that, but that would have been amazing because this is many marriages in the world that exist like this. And I don't think, I can't think of anything like any housewife's example off top of my head, where we've really seen that to that effect.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But I think that, I don't I don't know he's a straight man with an ego so
1: (laughs) the straight man listen the gay men have their egos but it's a whole different type of ego but I (laughs) I agree with you do you think like certain that that adds to like a housewife's kind of like success you know like there are certain house husbands that just know how to I mean you know I mean, Dr. Terry Dubrow, I mean, he has his own show. He's like a, a star. you like, do you think just certain husbands just get it and that kind of helps a housewife's success?
0: Oh yeah, well, you have to have support, right? Absolutely. So it, it it's hard to, you know, I'm very, let me, let me back up a minute. I'm very um, in tune with the energies around me, you know, like I'm an empath. So I, I definitely feed off the people who are around me. So if I have people around me who are like completely shutting down, like, how do you bounce back and forth? You know, like, how do you how do you engage on a camera? And then it's just you kind of like out there on your own. So I definitely if you have somebody, you know, who has kindred, is that the word energies, it makes it so much better. I mean, that's one of the reasons I liked meeting Heather is because we could just bounce back and forth, back and forth with, you know, dry senses of humor. And it was fun. It was it it was a blast. But you don't get that with other people. And so um, the people that are around you. Yeah, definitely. If they're supportive, it makes a difference to answer your question.
1: Who do sure. you keep in touch with? Like do you keep in touch. I mean, I know probably not Noella. Yeah, you
0: know, we actually, she actually reached out to me when I filed for divorce and I thought that was nice. And I think she's like, I mean, I think she's gone on a few dates with my ex's brother, which is kind of hilarious too. So it's <laughs> like, that's weird, but um, hilarious, small world small world here in Orange County um then yeah I've talked to Heather a few times we all went out to lunch uh re- recently sorry my phone's ringing off the hook but I'm glad my phone's you're right
1: ringing I was gonna say you're at work <laughs> and we're gonna talk about your practice in a minute <laughs> when you say Noella went out with your ex's brother do you mean Ryan's brother or is this a different oh, ex?
0: The one before that
1: okay I was just gonna say I didn't know if
0: Ryan does have two brothers who are adorable but they're married so and in different states so not Ryan
1: (laughs) okay I was gonna say like okay this is a small world and you know I also
0: didn't the man before him that I was I was well I was engaged to a lot of people but I was engaged to uh, um he was very upset when we broke up and yeah his brother so
1: What do you think? Do you think that, I mean, it sounds like it was mostly in the edit, but like, I've had like Dr. Tiffany moon here, you know, a few times, like, do you think your being a doctor and like running a practice? Like, did that affect your like ability to just let loose and say, I'm going to be the crazy drunk one in the corner?
0: Of course I can't be the crazy drunk if I'm going I, if I'm going to work the next day, I'm not drinking before. Like, you know, so no, you can't do that. I mean, that party at Shannon's remember when they were all eating the gummies and jumping in the pool, I was like, uh, peace out. I work. Like, <laughs> I think I was like, I, I promised Ryan I'd go home and I have work tomorrow morning. So if I was going to do it again, I would probably, yay, my phone's ringing off the hook. Um, I would have, nurses staffed here so that i could have more free time to you know to actually be part of the show because it it, i mean think about that you're working i think i went down to three days a week working but you're filming four and a half to five days a week it's like like that it's not like they can come here and film too. you have to clear everybody out and have everyone approved and have the treatment approved and so it's that's not like really a working day if they're filming here um so yeah, it's a big deal. Absolutely. And, and I think about that too, I'm just like, I wonder what their like, like the other cast members lives would be like if they're working full time without really an option to stop at that point.
1: Right. I mean, it's like you have a busy, and I mean, I would imagine there's something about like, oh, well, like, I don't know. I don't know if I want my doctor to inject me <laughs> when I see that she's like, I mean, I- I'm not saying that, but you know, I could see some of that being a I judgment.
0: That's why I try, I mean, I go out on the, like, if I go out, I'm going out on the weekends or I'm not, not like seeing patients the next day, I've cut down a lot about going out, but at the show, they want you to go out. Right. So I don't think there's a problem with physicians having wine on a weekend when you're not driving and you're not seeing people. Of course, like that's a human thing, but no, I, I'm not like some crazy drunk that goes out every night. So I wouldn't want the show to portray that, you know, cause yeah. that's not actually not true.
1: So. and you would have done that differently. Like you would have had more nurses, like if you went back kind of at your practice.
0: But yeah. If I went back, I'd probably, I'd put more nurses here um, and just prepare. Cause like now I know what I'm getting into, right? But last year I didn't know what I was getting into. So I, you can be more prepared going back the second time. Cause you know how it's going to play out, but you can't really work and be on that show at the same time. It's almost impossible. I think Emily said that that she worked her first year, and then she was like, there, "You can't." Yeah,
1: I could see that. Would you do anything else differently besides that? Like, do you have any other regrets, or would you do anything else differently?
0: Regrets. Well, I would have prepared better for work, and I probably would have um, said so I I time to meet with Ryan and to get everybody on the same page on like a weekly, daily, monthly basis during that because I just didn't have time. But um, I would have done that too. Can you see me? Okay, right
1: sorry. Yeah. If they called you right now and said, "Listen, we've just we have some other things going on. We've made a mistake. We've just are taking like forget this friend role that you want to talk to us about. We want you back. We want you."
0: I don't. Have, I don't have a friend role, but I was think just for the record. But I would love one. Um, that's what I was kind of hoping for this year. Would I? Of course, you. I mean, I think anyone would go. I, I think I'd have to. I would have to think about it but i think that anyone would take it just because these are like once in a lifetime opportunities right that doesn't people don't just ask you to tv shows every day so sometimes even if it's not the most convenient for your life like you gotta you gotta roll with it
1: (laughs) i would agree well tell me about the practice like i told you but when we're scheduling this i've never met a needle to my face i haven't liked i've been getting botox (laughs) From the beginning of time, filler. So I mean, like, are there, what, are there any trends these days in like search, like what's going on with injectables?
0: Yes, yeah, so injectable and laser practice. Um, and I treat acne too, because that's a big one. But so we're, I'm doing a lot of threads I've, and I have been since 2016. That's kind of in my niche. I'm actually gonna do, this is my post housewives treat to myself, see this? I'm gonna be lifting this up Friday. And so you, do do it, <laughs> you, you,
1: you do it all yourself, right?
0: Yeah, but I'm going to have uh, this nurse help me on this one. But, um, so I'm doing that as a little gift to myself. So the lower, uh, the you know, the thread lifts, the vertical lifts, brow lifts, all non-surgical. You know, I'm a big proponent of non-surgical just because I went through so many surgeries, even though I'm a licensed surgeon, but I like to keep people out of surgery, off of drugs. That's like my whole thing. Um, so... Some really cool techniques and thread lifts right now. We have, um, I got new lasers. So we have a new, the Secret Pro, which is microneedling, radio frequency, and CO2 all in one. It's amazing. So it's another fun new toy I have. Uh, we have AviClear, the first, the first laser that does what Accutane does, but with no drugs. So three treatments, and you get like, it's like doing a whole, whole course of Accutane but you don't have to do the lab test, the federally regulated thing. Um, so I think that's awesome because who doesn't want that? And it, it helps the scarring and remodeling as well. And we have a bunch of new body treatments. Um, and then, so, you know, in my practice, I do brain, beauty, body. So, so we got beauty, we got body. But so then brain, the brain treatment, that's really interesting too. We have, we're on like a two week, we do it for two weeks now in the office. And then we have an at-home treatment that you can treat yourself at home with going forward. So that's super exciting too. Cause as you I said, saw that
1: on the show a little bit, right. That brain treatment yeah. that you did,
0: but it's like, it's gotten better. So you don't have to, before you came in 40 times and uh, yes, people can say, oh my gosh, for anxiety, you have to come in 40 times, but show me a treatment that gets rid of anxiety in two months. Like it doesn't exist. So, but now we can send it home with you. So you come in every two weeks, but you get to do the treatment at home, which is super exciting for people too.
1: So that's new. Wow. Is there ever a time? Cause I believe in all the injectables and I've had threading before, like for my 11s and it like worked wonders. Uh is there ever a time to get like an actual facelift? I mean, is it like, is it at some point and in your age, is it like, well, I just, I give up like these injectables aren't going to work anymore. Or can you go
0: down fighting to the end with injectables? I think Well, I think you can go fighting to the end with injectables and lasers, right? Cause the microneedling, the laser, that all that stuff is going to help with collagen building and skin tightening except for if you get really heavy, right? So I feel like when people get really heavy, even we'll dissolve it with injectables too, but there becomes a point where we're not gonna be successful. And those patients, which are pretty rare, that I'm like, no, you need a, a facelift. Um, I don't even wanna do it, right? Because I want the patient to be happy. I want, I'm not gonna set, up, set myself up for n- no success. I wanna set myself up for success and the patient for success. So on rare occasions, I've said, you know, you got to have a facelift. On the flip side, there's people who are definitely facelift candidates that can't have facelifts to have it be a heart problem or they can't go under anesthesia. And so then I get the lovely task of doing that with all my injectables and threads, which is, you know, you're not going to get as good a result as a facelift, but you're going to get pretty darn close.
1: That's good so. to know. Cause facelifts scare the hell out of me, but that's just scary.
0: Me. so scary. Cause it's like, um, I t- sometimes temporary is a good thing. Like, what if you're botched, you know, with threads, we just fix it with a facelift. You're like, the skin is actually gone. <laughs> so,
1: like, yeah. And just, I mean, you could call Dr. Terry Dubrow and go on botched, I guess, but it's a little scary to me. Like just when you so. see certain things.
0: So scary. And it's like, oh my gosh, I've seen some horrific, horrific facelifts. All the scarring here, the, the, the scars, like, like, I'm like, who did you, where did you go? Okay, like, discount Facebook facelifts RS. Like, no, no, please, yes. please don't, please don't, don't skimp on your face. Please. Who do you
1: think, like, looks out of your castmates like really good? Like, who has had good work or good injectables out of these castmates of yours?
0: Well, I wish they shared everything because I got I actually got to treat Gina and Emily on film at the beginning of the season, which was lovely. Um, so I think I think Gina looks good. I think that uh, Emily, I did a bunch of dissolving on her and then put it back in the right spots, and she looked amazing, but I think she's now gone back and gotten more injectables somewhere else. Um, which is great. People magazine picked it up and she said Shane said that's the best she'd ever looked. And I agree. Cause it was just taking it all down. You know, sometimes, sometimes people don't need the injections. They need to take out the injections and then have it done right. Um, so that was great. I think Heather looks great. I'd like to Botox her lower face, but besides that, I think she looks amazing. It's hard to believe. Like she looks for her age. I mean, she looks amazing. Her jawline is like super tight, which is awesome. But She's got all the goods too. So that's, I'm happy for her. What uh, does
1: Botoxing, like if you were to Botox Heather's lower face, like what does Botoxing the lower face
0: well, do? I do see how I can't frown. Yeah. Like right here. A lot of people forget to do that part. Never had uh, it there. Like the whole face, and I'm not saying her, but the whole face is. Frozen, except for like this pulls down, and so you have to get all the muscles, you have to do the whole thing. Or you'll see people who will do the upper face and just the nose moves, and you're like, That looks so weird! Like, your whole face doesn't move except your nose. Like, what is that?
1: You are giving me more things to think about, but. You know, if, when I'm in Orange County next, I'll have to stop by and see you because I have my very own Dr. Jen here, but you know, I'm in New York, but when I'm in Orange County, I'll have to stop by and see you.
0: So to answer your question, I think Heather probably looks the best. She looks the most natural out of everybody followed probably by Gina. I think she looks really good too. What about Sh- Shannon?
1: Could Shannon use a little Dr. Jen in her life?
0: Something that was so frustrating because at the reunion, I called her out on getting a facelift and they didn't even play that part. Right. And I'm like, cause Andy asked me, he goes, who, who in this room have you not treated that you think has good work? And I was like, Shannon, you look very lifted today. And she's like, yeah, I had a facelift. I'm like, no, and lipo. She goes, no. I go, no and, and lipo and a facelift. We can see. So, um, I think they edited it to not have it sound that way, but that's what happened. But she, I think she looks great now. She, I think she looks amazing. I think last year, they, I feel bad for her because it's not her fault, but they, whoever she went to overfilled her for sure. And um, that's not, you know, nobody wants to be overfilled. Well, no one I'm, I know. No,
1: you don't want to be overfilled. I've been overfilled before and it's shocking if they edited it. I don't know if people know if Shannon had a facelift. I don't know. I don't know if that's a known thing. I-
0: yeah, that that happened on the reunion, but I don't know if they actually included that clip in that or not.
1: Interesting.
0: And then the- he's like, "You can tell she had a facelift." I'm like, "Hello, this is what I do every day." <laughs> yes.
1: You can tell. Do you think in any world, because there was a lot of talk about it, like, you know, like with New York City, like they just scrapped everyone and started over. There's a whole new cast they're trying to do you think the OC should do that? You know, there was a lot of talk that this past season was off the season before with Elizabeth Vargas was off. I mean, I'm not saying it's because of Elizabeth, there's is this thing out there that the past two seasons of the OC are just like not hitting it. Do you think in any world they should do what New York's doing and just scrap the whole thing and start over?
0: I I think it should be the exact opposite, actually. Um, The season that Elizabeth was on that was COVID, I think that that is unfortunate for everybody. But um, no, I think that actually, as much as some of the cast members I didn't prefer, um, I think they should keep the cast because it gives you a time, like you can't, you put in these new people and then you take them out and you put in new people and you take them out. It doesn't give the viewers or the cast time to like, marinate get to know each other actually have conflict and resolution you know like you need some stability with it it's like it, it's almost like if you keep dating someone every two weeks you're not going to ever have success you're just going to have like a rotating door that like you have to stay get to know them and figure it out and because um, i would say the exact opposite personally
1: so you think bringing Tamara and alexis back is a good idea
0: I think that if you're not going to keep the same cast and let that work itself out, then bringing in old, uh, old housewives—not old, but old, older, past housewives back into, <laughs> back in—is probably the better idea. But my first, my first idea would be keep who you have. You know what I mean? It's just like this constant switch out. Well, of course, it's not going to be good.
1: It's not usually good. Anything I didn't cover here today that you want to bring up, I like to give people a chance at the end. I mean, you know, you're kind of like, in a way, it's better to be a one season wonder than two seasons. There is this there is this badge of honor for being a one season wonder, you know?
0: Was I a wonder? I don't
1: <laughs> you're going to go on this now. Listen, I think this is my prediction of what the hell do I know? I think, well, I think this will happen, but I think they should do, I think they should do a girl's trip eventually, of like one season wonders. There's a lot of people to choose from.
0: That's fun, that would be be a good time. I would love to get, I mean, I would love to do something like in the medical world with the housewives, you know, like either they come in and I fix their faces or we talk about New cosmetics, or we look at other people. I mean, judging bad cosmetic work is my favorite thing to do in the world. So I've been—I mean, I don't know what that would look like, but that would be really fun for me. I would love that.
1: <laughs> so. Is there anyone like in Hollywood that just comes to like the top of your mind that you would love to get your hands on? Like you say, like you like to judge work, like just of like um, I, I could do better.
0: Denise Richards, because she hasn't done anything, right? She's very adamant that she doesn't do anything you could just lift here and it would look so good she's so beautiful you could just so good i, I would love to treat her i would love it and it would be so natural
1: that's a good one
0: <laughs> i look at her face i'm like it's so easy we could just lift it it'd be so good
1: and do you think like the rest of it is all natural like she hasn't done anything
0: i i, I don't know about her like what do you mean hair and body Or just like her
1: face, like, does she do like injectables or?
0: She says she does not, right? So she says she doesn't do any work. Um, I don't, I don't know. I definitely can see where we could do like here or the eyes. I mean, she's such a gorgeous woman that I would love to, I'd love to do that.
1: (laughs) She's insane gorgeous. And yeah, she says she doesn't get work. And I mean, well, I've thoroughly enjoyed speaking to you. Your, your phone is ringing off the hook. So you obviously are busy at the Dr. Jen Armstrong medical practice there today.
0: Yes. I would love it. Whenever you're in town, please come by. I would absolutely love
1: it. I'm due for a visit out there. Where can everyone find you online that wants to like follow you now that you're you know, not going to be on our TVs or just even wants to come in for any of these options.
0: So Jennifer Armstrong MD is my Instagram. You can book through there or Armstrong MD is my website. You can book through there too. And Fashion Island in Newport Beach.
1: I love it. When I come out there, we will get together and you could shoot up my face. I can't wait. So thank you for entertaining all my questions about this experience that you just went through and answering them all very honestly.
0: Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Anytime. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye.